Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the HLP. This week I don't have very much news, especially after the exciting information that I gave out last week. So this week, I really just want to remind everyone January is almost over, which means that our code for Die Hard Dice, hideous-jan, is going to change soon. So on February 1st, if you're still looking for dice and you're still looking to support the show, you have to start using hideous-feb, and you will continue to get the same discount that you've been getting with all the other codes, but it's a new month. That's kind of all I have here at the top, so welcome to episode 129, The Strife Aquatic. Like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 129. And it's time to make some calamari. It's it's the calamari episode. Secret, only only secret ingredients. The, the calamari is a secret ingredient. So if you're going to use your uh, your cold iron chef sword, this would be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Exquisite. We I mean we have extensive uh, training in using uh, chef related or cooking show. What's well, a katana? Skills. It's a katana. I mean. I think at least our bear would know how to use it, but we need to figure out what everybody's drinking. Steve, I haven't seen you with the hams in a while. Yeah. So I'm a member of some hams groups on Facebook and, uh, I recently found out some like more than one. Hams <laughs> yeah. I've got a, I've got a crazy story from, from there, but that we'll save it for off air. Anyway, I found out that, at least for the time being, production of hams has been suspended. So I tried to go to all my local grocery stores and find hams, and I couldn't. So I'm not drinking hams. It's been a while. I guess that means, you know, Team Slurp episodes are on hiatus until hams gets back or somebody can mail me a hams. I don't know. I'll send you my address if you've got some hams. Um, but in the meantime, I'm finishing off this hyper caffe- It's uh, this. I've got this tea that is hyper caffeinated. It's three times the amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. Um, I'm drinking out of a very cool Kylo Ren tumbler. Um, and then I will be moving on to a tall boy beer called Lackey's Mistress. This is an American amber ale from Urban Renewal Brewery, proudly brewed, fresh in Chicago. So like a triple caffeinated tea seems kind of irresponsible. Is that a real tea or is that like an energy drink? Kind of both. It's actual tea. I had the tea bag and I, you know, soaked it and all that kind of stuff. So it's like a tea bag, but like it's real also filled with like a little bit of cocaine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I um I'm gonna be sweating through my shirt in 20 minutes. Yeah, it's like the uh, <laughs> guaranteed original Coca-Cola in tea form. Yep. Okay. Um it seems like it was only legal in the twenties, but yeah, I got you it for do Christmas you, from my parents. I don't I don't know where your they parents, got this stuff. Your parents. Yeah, your yep. parents would get you cocaine. Mm-hmm. Well, Brooks, what are you drinking? Huh. Thanks, Griff. I am drinking coffee from One Line Coffee, 
mixed with a coffee liqueur and salted caramel liqueur as well. Or uh, like salted caramel southern cream is what it is. Uh, also provided by Taylor and Risa. Thank you guys again very much. But it is, it's fantastic. Yeah, you're on a you're on a little bit of a cream kick now. I'm gonna send all the cream beverages on our poll to you. It's because Horace is here. It is because Horace is here. <laughs> Horace is back, and the cream the cream has to flow. In- inspired by Horace, indeed. The cream must flow. Well, what you got over there, Haley? I have got a crook and marker peach tea seltzer. I have not tried these yet. They're very good. I have one as a sidearm. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they seem weird because they're a tea, they're not like a tea beer like I've had before, but a, a tea seltzer. So. They're pretty damn close to tea. Try it and let me know what you think. Oh, that's actually spot on. Yeah, it just tastes like peach tea. It tastes like uh, those Arizonas. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Mm. Huh. Goodbye. Good find. I've never seen them before. Yeah. These are great. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I want to try that. I'm going to get drunk and steal one of those from you later. <laughs> <laughs> Calling it now. Okay. Call him a shot. Okay. Well, speaking of another another beverage that's spot on for flavor, <laughs> Emily, I can see you have another one of those pickle beers. I do. I'm still working my way through my six-pack of Urban Artifact Christmas Pickle. I have one, and then I'm good for a while, but it's I'm ready for another one. You disproportionately drink those on air. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think the last one I drank was on air. Yep. <laughs> As for me, I've got the Patreon beverage. It is the Golden Derby suggested by Bippy, right? That's correct. And it's, it's supposed to be corn whiskey. I just used whiskey uh, not made from corn because, ugh. Uh, and grapefruit juice and ginger liqueur. And uh, honestly, I could do without the grapefruit juice, I think. Really? It's just a fine beverage right now, but I think, you know, I'd rather just have the whiskey and the ginger. I mean, generally, that's usually pretty good. But also, this is from BP's, like, corn era, right? Yeah. Corn era? Yeah, I don't. I don't like that you were like referring to his drink suggestions like you would like a an artist. It's like, oh, that's Pablo Picasso's blue era. That's that's Bippy's corn era. Man, I I really wish uh, would would go back to the to the cream phase. Yeah, I mean, he does. He definitely did have a cream period. Yeah, stack the pole, guys. The, stack the, the pole with cream the, drinks. The cream times were a real revolutionary artists. Uh, well, when you when you get to the juxtaposition between his cream era and corn era, that's really the cream of the crop. Oh my! Oh my! I mean, that was that was extremely smart and clever. But you're welcome. Uh, you know, uh, fans, please. No cream corn. Gonna <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna go cream and we're gonna go corn, but we won't go cream corn. We hey, refuse get, to do it. Guess what, guys? Overruled. Get us the cream corn drinks. You Let's can do go. it. <laughs> Steve. Overruled. Uh, he's volunteering again for cream corn. Wow, he just keeps volunteering <laughs> for these stupid things like milkshake lords. I didn't volunteer for that. You kind of did. Well, 
So we don't have to roll off. We have a group beverage for next episode. And last episode, our heroes made the trip to a lonely K a a couple miles away from Ilmarsh. They met a cap- ship captain named Boatwright who took them there and gave them a little bit more information about the Ilmarsh population. They spent the night and then in the morning, a storm rolled in, the water stormy, uh, and they saw a ship on the horizon called the Insign Glass. Some of our group, half of our group, went out to went out to go help and found out that the captain was none other than our buddy Horace Kroon. But unfortunately for our heroes, a giant lake octopus has appeared between the K and the boat, splitting our party perfectly. And we're back in initiative, but this time we're in combat. And you know what? Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to go ahead and roll Horace Croon's initiative here too. <laughs> Natural one. He's ready for it. <laughs> He's worried about his prized possession, the boat. The funny thing is, rolling him in at that point means he's up next. Matumbe, I need your help to... It looks like the situation's gotten even more dire. Look to the horizon, your friends. They're about to be attacked. We need to get bring the ship over to them. Uh, and he hands you a potion. Okay. To drink... Uh, and then runs over to the rudder control. It's Air Bear's turn. Air Bear, you you see this oct- this huge octopus, thirty feet from you in the in the surf. What do you do? Has the octopus acted yet? The octopus acted to move up to where it is right now, so it has acted. It it knows. You two are there. You and Freya are there on the shore. Okay. I, I'm asking for the purposes of AOO-related whether or not I would be, I guess, immune to those ahead of it in initiative order. Certainly unfortunate that it is not the case. Water is not the uh, main area that I would norm or air bear would normally do mo- do his uh, combats I guess he's going to take some pretty heavy measures against it in using a free action to activate his boots of haste okay a swift action to declare it his challenge and I, th- I guess I think for, I guess, just thinking out loud, the best case of action might be to actually jump in the water to get, because if we, I think it's going to drag me in. If so I better meet be. <laughs> it, if I meet it, at least like, I I know I'm going there. Do I want to use another uh, like turn to? 
to have it drag me in rather than voluntarily get closer to it. Yeah, I think you the, conundrum, I mean? the conundrum for you is if you get drug in, you're going to be grappled underwater. And if you go in on your own, there's a chance that it doesn't hit you with its AOO and you can get up to it. Yeah, that, that's kind of the... Because otherwise it's just going to keep you out of range, probably. Because it's so big. That's some Donnie-level wildin' right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you... What's your, what's your swim like? You have water breathing from Freya... That is true. So you won't drown. Swim of... Uh, I don't officially have a swim speed, mm -hmm. but I do have at least a plus nine to swim checks. Okay. So you have a decent swim check. I will say uh, the water is rough with a uh, utilizing swim when you dive in. You can make a swim check to move... Half your speed, I believe. Half your normal land speed. Do you guys have the swim rolls up? I do. A successful swim check allows you to swim a quarter of your speed as a move action or half your speed as a full round action. Unless you have some sort of swim speed or something, which I... Okay, so you have 30 feet, so... Or are you a 20-foot speed? I forget, because you're small. 20-foot speed, but I have haste. Yep, so haste would allow you to move... At that point, 10 feet with a successful swim check just as a move action. You've done a swift and a... Free. Free. What I will say is this this dock is about 15 feet wide. If you wanted to make me an acrobatics check, you could use one move action running back and getting a running start to dive off the dock to potentially give yourself more propulsion and I'll let you move um, I'll let you move the the extent of a, of a long jump for that which is probably a better move for you than, than actually just jumping right in and trying to swim to it in the sense of this combat and what I am intending to do as far as get closer to it I think that is the the best course of action so I would like to do that okay so make me an acrobatics check on the jump and I'll tell you how far you made it 14 14 total uh, you made it 10 feet out so 10 feet from the dock and that will provoke an attack of opportunity moving through threatened squares However, a dirty 20 won't hit you, I don't think. He's this octopus is 30 feet away. 30-foot-long tentacles. Yep. That is insane. Terrifying. Oh, no. So it, it lashes out at you, but you manage to uh, maybe tumble sideways in your long jump and avoid the tentacle. That's one move action. All right. I'd, I'd also like to... Bring up that as he jumped off the dock, he, uh, with the activation, said, You could have uh, come from underneath the dock, and that would have been much more sneaky. But I've got you now, and there will be a harpoon coming. If, if the octopus <laughs> understood, common. <laughs> 
Oh. I have a different character that might actually have been able to talk to it in <laughs> some funky ways, but we'll go there at a different time. So are you attempting to move again, or are you finishing your turn here? Yes, moving again. Moving again. So give me a swim check now. 23. With a 23, you can move uh, again. That's only going to be uh, 10 feet for you, but you can move 10 more feet. And this thing has combat reflexes. That is a second move action. Okay. And I am in the water now. And so that is a 26 to hit. Meets beats. Or I'm sorry. I have power attack on when I shouldn't. So it's higher than that. But um, it will be less damage. That's 17 points of damage, and I need you to go ahead and roll me a fortitude save. All right. Samurai ability allows me to have resolve that I'm going to use right now. Uh, Roll two, take the better. Okay, that sounds good. Fortitude? Yes. 16, with the highest being a five on the die. That's really unfortunate. It is. Uh, We're going to go high, medium, and low here. So funny. You're going to take three points of strength damage. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't think that's bad for you. It's not bad for me, but... It does affect the swim. Uh, Yeah. Can I I just choose not to? (laughs) I I believe that there's also... If you slide me $20, you can... I'll, I'll, I'll say you passed. If it t- Man, if it costs twenty dollars, me- turns that five to a ten. <laughs> All right, uh, but you are uh, you are relatively close to it. You actually are close enough that it it attacked with its beak, which is why you think you got the poison. It bites at you and sinks its beak into your little rat leg, almost severing your tendon. We need to hold up here. The beak has 10-foot reach? Oh, the beak has 15-foot reach. The beak has 15-foot reach? Yeah, baby. It's only a huge creature. It's only 15 feet across. How big is the beak? Normally, huge pe- creatures have 15-foot reach. It's just a beak is huge. The tentacles are special because they're long. And I, and I don't want to belabor uh, Brooks's turn any longer than it already has been, but just sometimes for fun, I like to look over at your character sheet and just see what's going on. Uh, would you like to tell the listening audience what your what your new strength score is? <laughs> ten. Well, it was ten. I guess it doesn't really change, but it's like an adjusted seven. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely at a negative one. That's tough. Okay, so I just want you guys to remember that when you take, if you continue to take this ability score damage, uh, it won't kill you, but I believe strength can make you unconscious, unconscious, which in the water will kill you. Correct. Air Bear can breathe water for many hours, so we would just need to find need to find body. him at the bottom. Yeah, Casual. I don't know how deep this thing is. They're fairly deep. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, 
We've got Horace for 15 foot wide octopi living here. But just to <laughs> yeah, ma- imagine, good. like, too weak to even move in any way, totally unconscious at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. There's water at the bottom of Lake Incartha. Oh. Well, there, Barry, that's been your turn. Freya, you're up. You know, something interesting about octopi, I believe the smallest uh, hole that they can actually squeeze through is determined by their beak. Because that is the only thing that is, uh, has structure. Mm-hmm. Super cool. But it is unfortunate that we have to fight it. Could fit through an air bear sized hole. <laughs> <laughs> it probably could also swallow a bear hole. <laughs> Freya is not great at swimming, and she knows that. She will sink like a rock. And she's already seeing all these tentacles coming up. So she is currently on land, takes a five-foot step back, Mm -hmm. and then she casts water breathing on herself. So at least if she gets pulled in, she won't drown for a long time. Uh, Do I need to make a concentration check, or was I able to move far enough back with that five-foot step? Luckily, you've moved out of 30 feet. Okay. Whew. And that will be her whole turn. Okay. Matumbe, you were given a potion. All right. You know, Horace, a time like this, I would say, is not a good time for libations. But I will do this. Drink this if it helps me. And uh, so he's going to down a potion. Standard action. What does it do? It is a potion of heroism. All right, that's excellent. Um, with a move act, is there anything I can do to help the boat with a move action or no? Yeah, you can make a knowledge nature check. Oh, excellent. And that potion of heroism certainly helps that. Oh, skills are out of control right now. It's going to be a dirty 30. Dirty 30. The DC was 20. By every five in which you beat the DC, you may move the ship an additional five feet. So you can move it 30 feet and then five feet for every five you beat the DC. Total of 40 feet. Okay. So he moves 40 feet closer to to the octopus and his friends. What did I say? Did I say 30? I meant 40 if I did. I'm already confused. I had so much fucking caffeine in that tea. Uh, yeah, thrice. Thrice the normal amount. Yeah, my heart's beating out of my chest here, and not just because of the combat. Um, am I close enough where I might be able to do a knowledge check on the uh, octopus? Absolutely. It's uh, nature as well. Oh, that one's even better. That is going to be a 37. 37 will get you four questions. Okay, special defenses. Special defenses, it has ink cloud that it can utilize uh, if it feels threatened. It inks the water, giving it concealment in a 30-foot radius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Weaknesses. Weaknesses, it does not have any specific weaknesses. Okay. I, I feel like special attacks might be kind of just intuitive. It's probably going to grab and bite or something, but... It's sometimes a good question to ask. What, what should we be worried about with some special attacks? It's got eight tentacles. Uh, it can attack with all of them plus its bite in a single round. <laughs> it's uh, got. You guys are going to get erased off the board. <laughs> <laughs> it's got combat reflexes. 
So just know if you're if you're moving in and out of threatening, uh, you can receive an attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Its tentacles have free grab, so it can choose to grab you if it hits you successfully. So it gets eight tries to grab you. Uh, yes. God, jeez, Louise. It also has constrict on its tentacles, and uh, you know from Air Bear that its bite has a poison. Uh, before I ask my fourth question, he's going to uh, look to Horace on the rudder and say, Horace, turn the boat around. <laughs> um, and then, wh- that was a joke. Um, and, and I guess I'm just going to kick it to weakest save because we got a, a caster here who might be able to sure. help us out. Sure, its weakest save is its will. Will save. Um, Whatever you do, do not get attacked by the tentacles. It will drag you under. Uh, Freya? Attack its mind. If that's an option for you. Um, I don't know if it is, but that's my turn. Okay. Eclipse. Eclipse looks to the sky at this at the stormy sky that we've already established is stormy. Mm-hmm. And she starts picturing lightning bolts coming down into the water. Uh, upwards of nine lightning bolts coming down into the water. And she gets angry. Because she begins to cast Call of Lightning so she can help her friends from a distance. Okay. It's the octopus's turn. How close are you guys to this octopus? It's like 45 feet. 45 feet. It's going to double down. It, it, it moves closer to the dock, staying out of uh, Air Bear's reach, so kind of moving around him. It's going to bite out at him. Sorry, bud. Yeah, that's uh, even with power attack on, going to hit. So Air Bear, 30 hits you. You're going to take 20 points of damage. Yikes. And uh, you're already poisoned. But you've been exposed to another dose. So it's going to make the save harder. Yeah, looking back on it, Air Bear has been a really fun party member to get to know. Um, really enjoyed seeing this uh, brave rat. Freya, tentacles coming at you. All right. First two. Wait, hold on a second. How far did it move? Ten feet? That's not a five-foot step, and he attacked Air Bear. Oh, you're absolutely oh, right. He did you. move around Air Bear. Yes, he cannot four-round attack. Good call. Thanks. So, Air Bear has been bit, and the octopus has moved closer to the dock. You think that pretty much anywhere you go on this dock, you're going to get AOO'd now. Next in the order is Horace Croon. He's going to use his first action to attempt to, to attempt to right the ship as well, get it moving. He does not succeed so the ship kind of only does that 15 feet oh boy he's right in the middle here the creature's gonna have gets a lot of cover for being mostly in the water but your boy has touch attack bombs and so he he reaches into his bag quick draws a um Quick draws a bomb, kind of bites off the the cap, 
and you hear it like spark to life. It almost sounds like there's gears inside and it's ticking. And he lobs it. Matumbe, or Steve, I saw you count that. How far is he? 50 feet. 50 feet. So that's going to be his third range increment with a bomb. And the octopus gets uh, some pretty good cover here. I looked this up earlier. If you attack from land, which effectively he is, he's on a yep. boat to it's a plus eight. eight. It is a plus eight, mm-hmm. yes. So it's a plus eight, and he gets a minus uh, six. Or sorry, his first range increment, second, third. He gets a minus four to his attack. And luckily, the 21, he hits the touch AC of the creature. Wow. Even with the plus eight. Yeah, that's a 12-point di- uh, differential there. That's crazy. It was a big guy, so touch AC probably kind of low, I would imagine. <laughs> to the tune of 11. <laughs> <laughs> 20 electricity damage surges through the octopus. What is with you guys using so much electricity while <laughs> I'm in the water? <laughs> episode called Toaster in the Tub. Uh, The octopus (laughs) also takes splash damage from the bomb because it's big. So it takes an additional five electricity damage on top of that. Nice job, Horus. So Horus lobbed a bomb. It's Air Bear's turn. Air Bear, you got bit a couple times. I need you to make me a fortitude save. I know for a fact that I'm going to use my resolve to a better result this time. Okay. Uh, I've asked the dice very nicely to roll better. Now I'm using some dyers because, yeah. 27. 27 is good enough, but barely because of that second dose. Uh, so you have made one save. Okay. You still feel the poison coursing through you, but you don't take any of that strength damage this round. What would you like to do? Move up cl- or closer to the octopus by okay, 10 so feet. Make me a and, uh, swim check here. Mm-hmm, and that'll also be an AOO because it is difficult terrain. Yep. 12 for the swim check. That, for these purposes, means you fail, but you don't go under. Uh, So that one move action, you're able to tread water where you are, but the water's just too rough for you to to make it up. Uh, And because you don't move, I'm not going to take the AOO on you. You don't move through a threatened square, technically, if you fail the swim check. He is still very determined to go forward with his plan as is, as injured as he is, I feel like I have to at least try to move again. Okay. With the, uh, use another move, ac- use a move action again to... Try and swim up to, to it. To swim up to it, yes. 16 this time. 16 makes it. Thank you. You Thank move you. up. Uh, the attack of opportunity is coming at you. Uh, definitely misses you with a 16 total. Awesome. Well... He's at least up there. Uh, very injured, however. Okay. It's always a good spot to be. Freya. All right. How injured is he? Do I 
do a heal check? Yeah, you can make a heal check. And the thing that's affecting him is a poison? Poison. Okay. Yeah. But also just general damage. Well, yeah, but I get bonuses if it was a disease. 29. 29, yeah, you can tell her what quadrant your health is in. <laughs> You're around like 50. 50%. Like half your health. Yes. Okay. So I could channel and heal you and allow you to have a re, uh, roll twice, take the better. But I could also try to cast freedom of movement on myself and be immune to grapple. And I could not be dragged in and then could heal you. But if you go unconscious, that's going to be really, really bad. So I'll channel and heal you. I mean, those are both good options, and I feel like it's going to come down to die and definitely not your fault, so. Yeah, and the I would have to cast defensively as well. Yeah, you'd have to cast defensively so, for the freedom of movement, so. And I'm, so I might not. Channel, at least get you don't it. get an AOO. Yeah, I know I can do the channel, so. Uh, and I will exclude the octopus. How many squares can you exclude? You might be able to move five feet back and uh, cast without having to cast offensively. Channels, yeah, you don't have to cast offensively. Channel, it doesn't matter. I know, I know, but even casting wise, I I, I thought if because this is still the creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can pretty much get her. Yeah. Okay. I'm but, close. But I, I still think there's merit there if we're talking close. about squares of exclusion. Because if she backs up. Uh, I'm not exactly sure exactly, but it could be that there's less squares that she would affect. So the verbiage is number of targets. Oh, yeah, we've done this So before. I yeah. feel like I could oh. target because I can see it. If I couldn't see it, different story. But because she can see it, I feel like it counts as one target. Yeah, for some reason, I always think channel includes uh, squares that you can affect or can, not, can exclude, much like a bomb. Yeah. Upright uh, is going to take a five foot step off to the side uh, from the octopus, but still within channeling range for Air Bear. That is 18 points of healing, and then you have three rounds to use the roll twice and take the better. Nice. Powerful. Matumbe, you're on the ship. All right, Matumbe is again going to try and help uh, steer the ship a little bit. Knowledge nature, correct? Yep. And I think depending on how well I do on this will determine where I want to put the boat. Not wonderful, but still pretty good for uh, for a knowledge nature check. That is going to be a 27. Yeah, 27 will get you 35 feet of movement. Okay. I think he's just going to keep moving towards the dock. Um, that gets him 10 feet with a little bit of a diagonal away from the octopus, 15 feet away from Air Bear, who's in trouble. I'm taking her in, horse. We're going into battle. Oh, my gosh. And you have the rope still. Yes, I do have the rope. I totally forgot it about that. It could be a cool something to do with that. 
So I've got I've got a question, Griffin. Actually, so I I moved. Was that a full round action? Because that wasn't last. That's time. your move. Yeah, that's your move action. Oh, so I could roll again. Can I move the boat again? You could double move the boat. Yeah. Sweet. What happens if I make it to to shore here? The dock. Yeah, the the dock. That's not really a dock. It's the the K. But I think we're mispronouncing that. I looked it up. It's key. What happens if I get there? Uh, Am I worried about like running into? If you get there, you need to like tie it down, or it's going to continue to move like fifteen feet randomly. Okay. I'd also prefer if you didn't run me over as I'm in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I would try not to. What about if I steered directly to ram the octopus? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give you damage because the boat does not have a battering ram on it, which is actually a thing that you can put on a boat. Yeah. Oh, go figure. Okay. All right. Well, then. Oh, that's I mean, you could get over it. Easy. It's not. It, it just means it's probably going to reach over from both sides. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it'll be fully submerged if you do go over it. Oh, it'll be. Don't like, do that. It'll it'll be like the uh, the end of Pirates of the Caribbean two, where the Kraken is like under the mm -hmm. boat, reaching up both sides. Yeah, oh, and then it splits it in two. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you want to go for that, Horace would love it. Go for it. But... No. This is an entertainment medium. <laughs> That's all I want to say here. All right, I'll do another roll to get this thing closer to uh, closer to docking. Sure. Oh, jeez, that's uh, just just really bad. Mm -hmm. Really bad roll. Uh, 21. 21 at least makes it. Uh, so 30 feet. 30 feet. Um, can I hit a little bit of an angle so I don't run over Air Bear? We're, yeah, we're, yeah, I think so. Here? Oh, it's here. I think, if you, I think you can move in a straight line any direction. So if you want to move diagonally that way, you can do that. Yeah, I think that... A fairly a straight line, not perfectly. Yep. Yeah, that, that works fine. It's just if you actually want to like turn the boat and stuff, it's gonna cost. It's gonna be like double moving. Yeah. Okay. That's your full turn. And he's just gonna shout to Air Bear, "Stay with it, Air Bear! I'm coming." That was really sweet. Hey man, I'm looking out for you. Eclipse. Let me guess. Reflex save for my octopus. Eclipse is going to move 30 feet up and 30 feet over in a diagonal way while she's flying closer to the octopus and then she's going to need a reflex save from the octopus. Alright, that's a dirty 30 from the octopus. Okay. Well, let me roll my 3d10. Make sure she can stay outside of the octopus's range the entire movement. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm confused on where you're trying to go. I'm trying to fly and be kind of so that the octopus can also see me and be just out of its reach. Okay. Okay. Like, because I'll be 30 feet up. Right, but moving diagonally, you can't get all the 30 feet up before you get the 30 feet over. It works in a diagonal line, so if at any point in that diagonal line you pass in the octopus's reach, it's going to reach out to you. Would it make sense that I would have be able to go sh like straight up before I get off the boat, essentially 20 feet, and then would have 20 feet left to go? Because my half speed is 30, and then if I'm not if I didn't use all of that speed, and I'm now like rotating, or either way, like no matter what, I would be I, I don't I don't need to go straight up, but I want to be above 20 feet by the time I'm off this boat. It is 22 total points of electricity damage, 
but you would take half. Mm-hmm. It's the octopus's turn. First thing it's going to do is bite at Air Bear. That is a 28 to hit. Yep. This would be a lot more enjoyable if I wasn't allergic to shellfish. <laughs> 28 points of damage. It's not shellfish. I guess it's not. Well, then I have good news for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't do the nature check, so. <laughs> uh, 28 points of damage. You're exposed to the poison again, making the save harder. And I got eight tentacles to use, and oh. I believe it's 30 feet from Matumbe. Is that right? Matumbe is... Don't help him, Emily. I mean, he is up on a boat, but... Boat's barely ten feet ten, out of the water. Feet, I think yeah. that's what we talked about. Yeah, it definitely is. Be yeah. Range. yeah. So he's got three targets. He's gonna attempt to yank Matumbe off first. At least buy him dinner first. Uh he's gonna miss with that attack with a twenty one. Yeah, I'm not I'm not using my shields right now, but still my AC comes out to a twenty two. Okay. Actually twenty three, because Horace is my friend. Oh, because Horace is your friend. Mm-hmm. You're you're assuming. A lot there. He uh, called me his friend in the last episode. You're right. You're right. Uh, he misses you again. I'm switching die. Uh, I can only miss you on a five. Man. Okay. All right. Hit you with this one. You know, this would be a really bad moment for Horace to come out as an assassin. Right behind Matumbe. He's had plenty of rounds to study me. So Matumbe, that is nine points of damage. Okay. And he gets a free grapple attempt. That is a 36 to grab you. Oh, dear. That did. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Okay, yeah. then you're going to get constricted for 12 more points of damage. Jeez. Uh, make sure you toggle. Grappled. Grappled. I'm going to do so as well. Uh, and the next four, I think, are going to come at Freya. 24. Yes. Okay. That's seven points of damage. 22. That does not hit. Okay. Uh, this one does. That's nine points of damage. And this one does as well. That's 11 points of damage. And it's going to use its grab on you as well. Ooh, ouch. Uh, that's a 39 to grab you. So that will. Yes, but... Freya has liberating command that she can cast as a free or as an immediate action. Can I try that before it gets a like constrict attempt or does that like happen and then I could use it after the constrict? Uh, I'm going to say the constrict happens once it's grabbed you. Okay. I don't think you can interrupt its action. Uh, And that's going to be 16 points of damage for the constrict. But yes, now you can use your liberating command. As long as it only has verbal components. Thankfully, it is only a verbal component. 
So she is bound up in the tentacle, but she can at least still speak. Okay, go ahead and give me that escape artist at a plus 20? Is that how that is? And I believe... Do I still have to concentrate on casting the spell? Um, It's an immediate action, but I am currently... Immediate actions don't provoke. Okay, perfect. They're too fast. Thank goodness. I'm going to need this because my... I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Under the grapple condition, it says um, a character who attempts to cast a spell or use a spell-like ability must make a concentration check or lose the spell. Correct. I don't think that's anything to do with attacks of opportunity. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it has nothing to do with it because also the octopus can't make an attack of opportunity right now even if it wanted to. It can because it has. it's not a regular grapple. It's not grappling you with all of its limbs. Okay. So normally, oh, it's some uh, monster bullshit. Yeah, it's a, it's monster bullshit. monster bullshit. Yeah, so it still has six free limbs to attack of opportunity. Yeah. But when it goes to maintain the grapple, it is at a pretty heavy penalty if it just tries to maintain with the one limb. Right. Mm-hmm. But Emily, is this a? It's not going to be a hard DC. It's a level one spell, so. Oh, you should. You should. I should be that. fine. I am. Not going to use my roll twice, and I hope this doesn't come back to bite me because I'm going to use my roll twice on my escaping the grapple check. Sure. Okay, we're good. All right. I only so needed a three. Can you use your roll <laughs> twice now? <laughs> yes, I'm going to use my roll twice for my escape artist because without liberating command, I'd be at a whopping minus two while grappled. <laughs> that is whopping. Yep. I don't even know if this is going to do it at 26. 26. Escape artist. No, it doesn't do it. (sighs) So we have Matumbe and Freya in the grasp of this creature. Our bear is right up next to it. It is Horace Kroon's turn. He's going to take a diagonal five-foot step back. Being 10 feet up and being back there, I think that would get him out of the range of the octopus. Yeah, it the 30 feet terminates on his square, but if he's up a yeah, little he's bit, up a then, little bit. Then that's what I was fine. thinking with the 10 feet. Uh, so he's going to five foot step and lob an electricity bomb at the thing. And unfortunately, the creature with that plus eight, he he'd be on his. Uh, second range increment, so that's going to be probably not enough. Yeah, it's like just not enough, so he's on the second range increment. I'm going to roll a d8 to see where the bomb lands. Uh, one's going to be up north. Either way, it's going to land, uh, because it's a second range increment, it's going to land 10 feet away from the octopus. Okay. So it actually is a one, so it just sails wide that direction, and uh, the splash actually does impact the octopus, but not um, not air bear. So the creature still takes five points of electricity damage, and Kroon moving to the back of the boat allows him a hand on the rudder, so he's going to attempt um, attempt that move equivalent action to keep the boat where it is, uh, and he does make that. Next in the order is Air Bear. Air Bear, you're up close and personal. I need you to make me a fortitude save. 
you've now had three doses of this poison course into your veins, so you have your roll twice, take the batter. So you can either use the one from Freya or your your samurai one. I will use the resolve for this. Okay. Double seventeens. What's it go to? Twenty-eight. You just beat it by one. I passed that last time. Uh, Which, yeah, it does get too harder each time you get a uh, dose. Um, But luckily enough, two consecutive saves cures you of the poison. Yay! And now you may take your turn. if you're gonna stand and bang, I do need you to make a swim check to make sure you don't go underwater. Wouldn't this be an opportune moment to uh, really fail a check? Which, I guess, being under would being underwater. For it's not me, gonna prevent you from taking your full attack, but you are gonna. That's gonna be the counter where you start holding your breath. He can breathe water. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, so it won't so it really, matter. really matter. It doesn't really matter. Uh, it's just you move, I think you move like technically like five feet down, which still, you know, you're well within the range of the octopus either way. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't matter much. It's just whether uh, your friends can see you bobbing above the surf or <laughs> you've sunk down below. Yep. This is going to be uh, pretty decent for me. 22. 22 to hit the octopus. Uh, uh, swim check. No, swim check. Oh, swim check. Yeah, 22 makes it easily. Awesome. All right. I am going to use my entire action to full attack this octopus and underwater, or uh, not underwater, but in water combat will state that I should use my Wakizashi's as piercing weapons in this case rather than slashing so with two blades pointed straight out in front of me I'm going to thrust six times and (laughs) I am going to I remember this uh, I, I know which roll I'm going to roll twice and use the and so that's going to be the the lowest third of yeah on my main hand attack sounds good let's get those rolls it is taking you this entire combat to get into the position to full attack we need some (laughs) hits buddy we need some hits now on the highest bonus i rolled two sevens okay for 20 each neither hits Fantastic. My third first roll is a six. Okay. I can't imagine that hits if the sevens on the main ones don't. What is this? Another seven, which definitely isn't going to hit either. What? I... <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
I'm once again asking that you use my lucky die. It's rolled decent for me so far today. Nothing below a 10. You guys can't get mad at me for being slow then. The magic's gone. The magic's oh no! Gone. <laughs> Desna has forsaken us. 22 doesn't hit, does it? Or 23. 23. Meets beats. <gasps> okay. Uh, one hit. One hit. Okay. So far, I get one more. Uh, is this the roll twice, take the better? Nope. This is... Attack six of six. Any other day, it might have been okay, uh, but this is just a twenty total. Ugh. Wow, this is comically awful. I hope everyone is laughing very hard. You can hear it at the table. Yeah, that that might have cost Air Bear his life. I to be honest, my bad roll has been on a streak lately of... Oof. Total damage is 21. 21. Freya. You are grabbed. I was going through my spell list and all of my other spells have some sort of somatic component and since she's grabbed, her arms are pinned and she can't do the proper movements or even get the components that go along with these spells. But Eclipse is also going to stare at you and she's going to yell out, Freya, you know creatures of nature? Is this a creature of nature? How is its mind? I need to know. If you can make a nature check. Yeah, I can make a nature check. Uh, I know that Matumbe's already made a check, yep. and we didn't specifically ask, so I want to... All right, here we go. Freya thinks about what she knows. The magic is back. It rolled a 20. <laughs> 21. 21? <laughs> Nature? Nature. Oh, wow. Uh, how? I have a plus one to my knowledge, Nature. Yeah, um... <laughs> So you put one point that's in that enough it's for not, it's not a class skill. It's enough for one question. Damn. What do you want to know? Do you need to know if mind affecting? I need, yeah, basically, is this a normal, regular old monster that could be chopped? <laughs> so, mind affecting, are mind affecting's uh, effective against it, I guess? Yeah, so Freya thinks about how... Uh, Pliable, this octopus's mind might be. Uh, you think it's not immune to mind affecting effects? All right, Freya, while kind of struggling against this grapple, looks up to Eclipse. I think he could affect it. It's not immune. And we're all in, at least Freya feels like she's in pretty rough shape after uh, taking all those hits. She saw Matumbe take the hits. Air Bear has got to be just bleeding out everywhere in the water. Yeah, you don't even see him. He's gone under. No, wait, no, he didn't. <laughs> he stayed on the surface. There's just like a solid cloud, cloud of, blood of blood around yeah. him. Uh, but one thing that does not take a uh, somatic component as far as I can tell is channeling. So Freya 
is going to channel positive energy, which might, oh, well, could maybe get to Eclipse. I think she'll be kind of on the edge of it. Eclipse is 20 feet in the air. Oh, so then she's too far away for this. If I'm, this this map is not our easiest map to read, but it looks like you might be on the very edge of getting Horus in there too. Oh. Five fifteen. I think you have a perfect diagonal to him. Five fifteen. Five fifteen is thirty. And I know he hasn't taken damage, unless he was rolling into this damage. But he could roll twice on a bomb. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good call. Yeah, uh, she would definitely include him and just exclude the octopus. Uh, 21 points of healing. Pretty That's good. Alright. That's your standard action. Yes. And unfortunately, there's no move action to get you out of the grapple. Darn. I probably would not have even been very good at getting out of that anyway. So. Matumbe. Okay. Um, I think I've got a pretty clear idea of what I want to do. We are, the boat is 10 feet away from the shore. Is there anywhere, and this will make sense in a second. Uh, Griff, I got a question for you. Is there anywhere that we could tie the boat off from here? Uh, since you're grabbed, you couldn't tie the boat off at all, but see, if you get out of it, you think you could tie it to any of these pilings. Perfect. Matumbe looks, looks down at the rope and says, balk, balk. Which can not itself and goes wherever I need it to. So on command, I've got this boat tied down. Or at least it starts to tie down. It should probably tie down by the end of my turn. Yep. So the rope's acting to tie the Yep. Tie the boat down. Should be free action. Mm-hmm. I do not have my book or my shield equipped because I was guiding the boat in. So I still have my full turn. Matumbe is going to pull out the plus two dagger that we took off of clearance. Okay. And am I able to stab at the tentacle and deal damage to the creature? I'll say that you can. Okay. That's kind of how I thought it would work, but I wasn't positive. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense if it's wrapped around you for you not to be able to... Yeah. You, I, I will say you won't be able to, like, cut yourself free. Okay, it's that's fine. Be, that's fine. That's what I... That's, if yeah. you're using it to damage the thing, then you're just going to deal damage. All right. Um... I got a 24 off the dagger, which I believe hits. Yep, 24 hits. Wonderful. So he stabs down into the tentacle. Uh, it's not like I can use Bane or anything with uh, not using my book. It's a D4, but my bonus is okay. Okay. Uh, 14 points of damage with the dagger. Okay. And he remains uh, grappled, but... Tying off the boat and dealing damage to the creature, I think, is at least a somewhat effective turn. Yep. Yeah. Clips. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't do anything except attack once. I could take a full attack action. I could attack again. You had to draw the dagger. Oh, duh. Yeah. Sorry. I I'm, got a lot of caffeine in my, my system. <laughs> I think I established that early this episode. You're talking pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to be hell to add it. I'm already sorry, Haley. It's okay. So Eclipse might seem as though she's going to have a less than effective turn. She's going to spend some time digging around her bag while moving up 
another five feet and over top of the monster. So just for our clarification, is it a standard action with your thing to pull items or is it a full round action? action? Okay. So I will now, I'll just hover above a 35 feet above. Okay. Works for me. It's the octopus's turn. First thing it's going to do is it's going to attempt to maintain the grapple on Matumbe and Freya. You will be pleased to know that because it's not grappling you with the entirety of its being, it does take a penalty. So because it's only using one uh-huh. tentacle, it's not as good of a grapple check. Hmm. That makes that makes sense. That's a cool balance thing. Considering it's eight tries. So for Freya, uh, this probably doesn't get you. Uh, it's an eighteen. Oh, no, it does not. 18, so uh, you are freed from the grapple. <gasps> yes. Matumbe. Uh, this might still get you. 28. Oh, yes, it, yeah, for sure. Okay, I rolled pretty high on that. So it's maintained the grapple on Matumbe. It rips Matumbe off the boat and into the water. Oh, no. Oh, uh, man. Matumbe, you do take the grapple damage, or the, the constrict damage. That is 12 points of damage. By taking that penalty itself, what it did was allow itself to still full attack. So it still has a bite and six tentacles. I don't like that. The bite's coming at Matumbe now that he's been pulled into the water. He wants to get get him envenomated. That is a dirty 30. Boy, I bet you wish we were playing Tui, because that would crit. <laughs> I do wish. Um, that's 18 points of damage. I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. So he basically yanks you, you a, in and then chomps you. You do have a roll twice mm-hmm. uh, from oh. the channel. Uh, thank you very much for reminding me of that, Brooks, because I think I would have forgotten that going to use it here? Uh, yes. 100% okay. yes. Sounds good. And you said fortitude? Fortitude, yes. Okay. 22. I'm not sh- I can't remember if that saved or not. It's been tough because yeah, Air Bears had the double doses and whatever. What I'm going to do, because, yeah, because I'm not confident in that, when I initially identified this monster using the Lepidstat investigator's hat, I banked an inspiration die that I maxed out with a, a six off that inspiration die. So I'm going to add that inspiration die to my uh, to my save. That'll bring it up to a 28, which I think 28 will save, yes. So you're not poisoned by the creature. You are underwater grappled. Mm-hmm. I can breathe underwater. Would thank you very much retroactively, uh, Emily, for that. Did not like that uh, that full rounder from Air Bear. Well, actually, no. It only got hit by one. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no, it really. Uh, I think it it thinks of him more as like somebody that swings around a lot but doesn't uh, annoying. Doesn't hit a ton. <laughs> yeah, kind of a gnat. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna spread the. He already has Matumbe grabbed, so he's gonna continue 
three attacks at Freya to try and grab her again since he lost her, and three attacks at Air Bear, hopefully to grab him as well. So Freya, coming at you. Dirty 20, doesn't hit. Nope. Worse than that. Ooh, uh, dirty 21. That does not hit, thankfully, no longer grappled. Oh my goodness. You can thank you can thank Matumbe being there because he's still imposing the grapple condition. <laughs> so, You're uh, welcome. So you know those might have hit, uh, and then three coming at Air Bear, miss. Ooh, that that should hit. Yeah, thirty-two will hit. Wait, I'm sorry. Am am I crazy, or did we talk about this earlier that it doesn't get the grapple condition because of monster rule bullshit, or was that something it else? It doesn't. It doesn't. The effects that apply to a grapple, such as not being able to take an attack of opportunity. Oh, that was that was it. Okay, to, yeah, that that stuff is doesn't apply to this because it has so many ways to attack. Mm-hmm. But the condition itself is still applied, like the penalty to attacks. That makes still sense. Applies. Okay, uh, so this does hit you with a thirty-two. So it's going to be. Seven points of damage initially. He's going to attempt to grab you. This definitely grabs with an 18 on the die. So you're grabbed, and then you will take 16 points of damage with the constrict. And then, oh boy, he he fished his wish twice. So the final attack is coming at Freya again. Oh, no. Okay, it's a 22. So because Freya has not fired her bow, she has her masterwork buckler, and it grants her that plus one to AC that she needs that it doesn't hit her, so she can deflect it with the buckler uh, strapped to her forearm. So Freya definitely dodges an eight on the die. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, and so we're we're in a bit of a pickle. We have we have two characters grappled underwater. Nope. Air Bear is not uh, feeling well. Probably. I'm not underwater. Oh yeah, he will yank you under the water in a moment here. <laughs> um, that if I don't kill it on this turn. <laughs> and. Horus with the with the money shot, feeling the power of uh, of Desna, he's gonna lob two bombs since we've tied off. The first one will be a single roll. The second one will be the roll twice, take the better result. So the single roll again. This is at his second range increment. Will be a hit to touch AC. The Final one with his lower bonus. Not great. Just misses. But he does hit with one. The one that misses, though, we gotta figure out which direction that heads. One is gonna be directly, I guess that would be directly east. So one, two, three, four, five. It's directly towards the dock, so it hits that side of the dock still does splash damage to the 
to the octopus because it's 10 feet away, but to no one else. Uh, so it does five Ooh. points of splash damage to the octopus. You want to know what Take Horus it. really should have done? Is ask for the alley-oop from Eclipse right up top. <laughs> Toss her the bomb. Yeah, up. Uh, fortunately, he did hit with one. Uh, so this is going to do a bit of damage here. Dealing another 25 points of damage with this bomb. Nice. The okay. octopus is still alive. Okay. It's Air Bear's turn. Did he hit me with a bite last? No. He, okay. He a tentacle. Okay. Uh, so you are grappled right now, so make sure you're applying the grappled condition. Got that on. Okay. Uh, which also means you can't attack with both hands. You can only attack with one hand, and so I think your full attack can only be the three attacks. That is what I will have to do. I am also going to use my roll twice. Uh, I guess first I am going to use a swim check. Or do my Do you swim need check. to do a swim check? You don't need to grapple? do a swim check. You're grabbed right there. Oh. Until it decides to move you. It's like if it was holding you there. Okay. Alright, but uh, I am going to use the roll twice on my first first attack here being grappled significantly hinders my ability to hit this creature so the first attack is a 20 total so we know that that's not going to to work so right. does a 22 hit 22 does not hit then I do not hit at all alright this is Freya you're up you're not grabbed Freya is going to take this little moment of reprieve and realize if she gets grabbed again, there isn't much she can do other than channel. So she is going to use her roll twice and take the better. And she takes a five foot step a little bit farther away from the octopus, but is still, I believe, within its reach. It's going to be on you guys. I can't see the grid. <laughs> I'm always, I'm really bad at counting a diagonals, but it would be 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 and then 25. 25. So, yeah. Uh, but she can still try to cast defensively. So sure. I'm going to cast defensively for my freedom of movement. All right, so that passes. So uh, she casts freedom of movement on herself, tying a small leather strip around her wrist, and now she is immune to grapples. Nice. And that will be her turn. You have been drugged under the water, uh, and you're now holding your breath. All right, Matumbe is being dragged underwater by this, uh, this quite large octopus. However... Thanks to Freya's help, he can breathe underwater for now, and he still has heroism from his friend, Horace Kroon. With the dagger, with the plus two dagger out, he's going to attack twice. Just keep stabbing at this tentacle because that's the call. Um, you know what? Now that Phrasma's back with me, um, guide my blade. And that's just a bunch of bu bubbles that come out of his mouth. Um, as he swift action casts Inheritor Smite, I guess that's a concentration check. Yes. 
dirty 20. It does not tell me the DC to hit. What level spell is it? Two. Should be around 19. Yeah, it's a concentration check 14, cast defensively 16 versus a DC 19. Uh, fuck. I shouldn't have done that without looking up the cast of our concentration underwater. I feel like but 20 probably does it. You, you don't can... have to do the, the... The thing is, Inheritor Smite, what components does that have? It's a swift action. Verbal and somatic. So you can't cast it while you're grappled anyway. You cannot cast anything with a somatic component while you're grabbed. Oh, all right. Well, no, never mind. I wouldn't have done that. That's... You could swift action Bane. Not without the book. Uh-huh. All right, so he attacks twice. First one, the uh, the total comes out to a 19, but I will be just burning inspirations now to try and make these actually hit. Twenty-three. Twenty-three meets beats. Fuck yeah. 13 points of damage. Magical weapon, but nothing besides that. Uh, attack at my lower attack bonus. 13, even with an inspiration, that's not going to uh, save anything, so I'm going to hang on to that, but that is my turn. Sounds good. Eclipse. Well, Eclipse was trying to grab out of her bag a Wand of Charm monster, but it's not going to affect in the way that we would want in order to actually do something effective. So... Last turn was kind of a waste, but it's fine. She's going to take a five-foot fly step to the side so that the monster's very clear. Uh, back one. Yeah, so the monster is clear, and she's going to go ahead and call lightning down, so I just need to reflex it. That's a 19 of the dive for 30. Yep. 15 total, so you'll take half of that. All right, it's the octopus's turn. It has Air Bear and Matumbe grabbed. It's going to attempt to maintain on both of them. And by doing this is taking a penalty here. Matumbe does a 25 maintain the grapple. Sure does. Okay. Air Bear, natural 20. The grapple is maintained. Uh, Each of you are going to receive constrict damage. Matumbe, that's going to be... 14, Air Bear, that's going to be 13. Okay, so that's its, it's keeping those grabbed. Is it still in your range, Freya? Yes, she had to cast defensively, but she succeeded. It's just within 30 feet of her. Okay, first thing it's going to do is bite Matumbe. Try and get that poison going. Probably not. 21. I'm grappled, baby. That hits. All right. You're going to take 19 points of damage and roll me a fortitude save. Okay. Natural 20. Let's okay. go. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's that turn it saves. Around. Oh, it really doesn't like this, this flying thing above it. Jolting it with lightning, <laughs> there's nothing it can do to reach Eclipse flying above. Um, it's gonna 
attack six times at Freya. Holy shit! Oh boy. Miss. 25. Yep, that hits. Nine points of damage. That hits. Ten points of damage. Miss. That hits. Eight points of damage. Final one hits. Six points of damage. How you doing? Uh, she's still conscious. Mm-hmm. It's going to attempt to grapple you. Natural 20. But Freya is immune to grapple attempts. And you do not mm. get grabbed. Thank goodness I got that freedom of movement off. Whew. Smart. Let's Thank go. goodness indeed. Because we would have got some constrict going there. Yeah, that, that might have put her unconscious. Yeah, uh, so Freya just gets all these slams into her from the from the octopus trying to <laughs> grab her, and she's like butter uh, slipping through its tentacles. That's its turn. Your buddy Kroon's going to lob two bombs. Let's go, Horus. Uh, the first one will hit. The second one is a big old whiff with a natural two. Let's see where that goes. It goes right in the direction of Air Bear. Uh, so Air Bear and the Octopus and Matumbe are all going to take five points of electricity damage. Uh, I saved his boat, and this is how he repays me. He didn't try. So let's get the octopus for that damage. Then the octopus is going to take an additional 21 points of electricity damage. This final bomb drops on the octopus and completely electrocutes it. And in a bubbling mass of ink and tentacles, you all feel the grip release on you as it sinks down to the depths. Awesome. Wow. Need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Damn. <laughs> Couldn't oh, have no. happened sooner. I knew it. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc., and used with permission.